So, is there a Mrs. Mercedes? Oh, there is, you say. Oh, it's your mom, you say. This week on King Me, don't let him inside your head. This is Mr. Mercedes. King Me! Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of kinging me, of getting kinged <laughs> by your mom. <laughs> oh, no. It's the official podcast of uh, starting off a little blue this yeah. week, wouldn't you say? Uh, I'm, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And this week, of course, we're talking about the first five episodes of... The AT&T original series, <laughs> Mr. Mercedes. Of course. Of course we're talking about that. Uh, and of course there are three seasons of this show. <laughs> yep. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know who saw it the first time. Uh, the first season, and and to the point where like AT and T was like, we got to keep this going, or was that like in the original contract, like you need to do three seasons? I don't care what happens. Yeah, I think this is during the era when you know, the era, the six months when mm-hmm. every fucking you know like tech company or whatever, right. Um, Launch their own streaming service and just right. saw would see what happens. There were I don't think there were like metrics for this, right? They weren't like there were no ratings for an AT and T original series. There are no ratings, surely. but they know they know uh, like how many people are watching. They they have to know. I guess, but like like ooh. Netflix is notoriously they're like we don't uh, uh, we don't you know release any of our. Uh, statistics right we don't we don't tell anybody how a thing does we just say that it's number one on uh, netflix (laughs) this week whatever and we all are like okay (laughs) yeah i believe you (laughs) but yeah i mean they they know somebody at netflix is like (laughs) it would be funny if if they ran this huge company and they're like i don't know if anybody's watching this (laughs) i don't know if anybody saw uh stranger things maybe they did i don't know i just feel like my like my suspicion is i mean this is like a this is a big swing for the at&t streaming service right that's i was thinking the same thing like what else was could possibly be on the streaming service where they were like this this show in particular is very dark and yeah it is <laughs> that's what i'm saying though i feel like this may have just been like an anchor that just got carte not carte blanche but just like got a free pass they were like this is if anything's gonna work it's mr mercedes like i mean created by david e kelly who's david adapted kelly? david e kelly is like a heavy hitter man he's a heavy hitter man Ally McBeal. Oh, McBeal, huh? You know, he's not like high. He's not making high art, but he did like Big Little Lies. All right, well. Boston Legal. These are big shows. I mean, yeah, he's like, he's a guy. Yeah, yeah. 
He's a guy. But then in addition to that, I mean, it starts goddamn Brendan Gleeson. Right. We're not fucking around here. Yeah, I mean. We got the Gleese. You got the Gleese. Uh, it's always nice to see uh, Brendan Gleeson in a movie or a TV show. Uh, he is a delight in most things. Absolutely. I got to say. Um, all right, Dan, going into this, right? I know. I mean, I did not know what to expect here. We just watched that uh, missed uh, season one, one and done. And it was terrible. We hated it. Hated it so much. And we were, and then we were like, you know, last week we watched uh, the Dark Tower, which also wasn't great. And going into this, I did not have high hopes at all. I was like, I was kind of dreading doing another TV series. And I got to, I kind of like this. Yeah, look, I'll admit it. We should have taken a cue from the. Uh panic at the disco song mm-hmm. as popularized by the pete buddha judge for president campaign <laughs> and had high high hopes for a living because rob this show's not bad it's not great it's it's fine it's not a, it's not great it's you know what but you know what i like, like about it though what is that? sorry you go you go first no you no no first. you you please please the things this suffers from are the things that make all stephen king properties bad sure there's so much like King Tropin in this thing. Yes. And I just I'm I'm grateful for something that has a flavor, even if the flavor is like dog do. <laughs> like I would rather eat the dog do than eat I don't know, just like a a, a communion cracker, like whatever yes. I'm getting from your mists twenty seventeen and your dark towers. Yes. Where it's just like totally nothing yes absolutely this right uh this is this show is not boring <laughs> which no, is no it's not i mean we and we'll talk about that opening scene but i immediately was like it, it's not even like i mean i do think it's kind of well done because they trick you into thinking you're getting exposition right for characters who are going to be around yep and they're, uh, you know, they're not around after that. <laughs> no, they, no, it's they're it's not. gruesome. It's like brutal and maybe a little more brutal than I can personally stomach, especially, yes. you know, after like last year when this was the sort of thing that seemed to be happening every day. Right. Um, But it, I, it, it wasn't as much a turnoff as I was like. It was good enough that I was like, all right, you better make this worth my fucking trouble. Yeah, yeah, You know? So... That's... Right. The opening scene is definitely, like, it's very bold. It's very uh, divisive. Say, if you're you're gonna stick around after that, (laughs) right, the show has to promise you, basically, that, like, okay, the rest... We're gonna be good. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not just going to show you that and then like fucking leave you hanging. Yeah. And the I mean, this show's kind of lucky because it's playing in 2017 television league, which means right. all you have to do is have characters with clear traits mm-hmm. and um, that and they're differentiated by their behaviors, and you're like miles ahead of other shows, <laughs> right? Like, no, you're you're absolutely right. I, this show, I mean, it it it's not like I don't know, it's not reinventing the wheel. This is like you know, 
you could see you know, there are elements of different other movies and TV shows from this, right? Like there's a little bit of like a silence of the lambs thing going on here or like Hannibal, whatever. Um, there's like some psycho with like Norman Bates, that kind of shit. Um, mm. but filtered through Stephen King and he, his particular, uh, bullshit. <laughs> and, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, uh, I'm saying that, but in a good way, you know, it's like, um, you know, they're at least, like you said, like the characters, at least, you know, for the most part, they are different. <laughs> they all, they're not like total, uh, just caricatures of people. They have like at absolute minimum two layers, uh, <laughs> uh to them. Right. Right. Uh, right. Which you're right. Like puts them way ahead of most shows on TV. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like right, right off the bat, I, I'm going to say these first five episodes, I'm, I'm in. I'm ready to watch more Mr. Mercedes. <laughs> I know. I'm Somehow. Like, I'm definitely uh Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where the show goes. I am I, you know, like <laughs> this is how I know that I'm into it is like I am nervous for the other characters on this show because it seems like anything can happen. It seems like one of those shows where like no one is safe. Yes. And um yeah, I, you know, in watching that, there, there's definitely like this, this layer of like suspense and like, oh man, I hope this person is going to be okay, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like scary spy versus spy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one, except the spies are one of the spies trying to poison the other spy's neighbor's dog. Ugh, <laughs> hate that. I didn't like that. I did not care for that. No. Yeah, like truly. I mean, like. Yeah, we'll get into it, I guess. I guess now we are getting into we're, it. We're into it. I'm fucking nervous for that boy. That I know. teenager. I know. I want him to be okay so bad. <laughs> I know. And I don't know if he's going to be. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I know. He's going to... He's Harvard bound. Uh, I know. I mean, that... Uh, that was definitely one of those things, like you were saying, where, like, I didn't love that whole thing. Like... So Brendan Gleeson, he he's plays a detective, right? Who, um, which it is it's kind of fun because he's uh, you know it, it's full accent Brendan Gleeson. He's not you know trying to cover anything up. He is just going for it. Um, but he's a detective who is assigned to this Mister Mercedes case, which I mean, we didn't even actually say what happens. And so in the opening scene, um, there's a, a group of people. Uh, lining up outside of a job fair and it's like three thirty in the morning. Right. And everybody is there and they're, you know, cranky. And, uh, we meet a few of the people there. Uh, there's one young woman with a, a baby. Uh, there's like this guy who's like, you know, they, the two of them start talking and, um, you know, he's like, he helps her out at one point. Um, there's like this other, like kind of overweight, like asshole, like, the grumpy guy that's in line to whatever. Um, and then, so, uh, this, this car pulls up a Mercedes and, um, it's, it's just sitting there with the lights on, it's shining on these people. And they're like, what's going on here? And then the, the Mercedes just takes off a full speed into this crowd of people killing. I think they say they kill like 15 or 16 people. Right. Yeah. Um, including like basically all of the characters that we just met. 
they very effectively trick you into caring about these people in a very short amount of time. Yeah, in a very right in in this just this like scene where they're talking about like getting jobs and like you don't you don't really even know their names. I think one guy says his name is like his name is Augie or something. Um, they they exchange the names and stuff, but it's not like you know, you don't know anything about these people really. But by the you know by the time that this happens, you're like this is. This is horrific. All these people that I just met are all dead. <laughs> um, so this awful thing happens. And then Brendan Gleeson and his partner uh, are put on the case. Now, his partner is played by Scott uh, Scott Lawrence. This guy, he's in movies and stuff. I, I mean, I kept thinking... You know he's he's been in other things as Barack Obama, which I was oh my like, god okay wow yeah. So his partner is assigned him and his partner are assigned to this case whatever right, and and then it just sort of like it cuts to two years later and Brendan Gleeson is retired, and he's like this alcoholic, and it he's just like it's it, it, he's not even like uh, you know severely depressed in like you know uh, like the uh, what's his name. Uh, Mel Gibson, like lethal weapon way where he's like putting a gun in his mouth every night or anything like that. He's just like living this unremarkable life now, you know? And, uh, he's got his neighbor uh, played by, uh, Holland Taylor. Um, Ida is her name and her character is very, uh, I don't know. She's like kind of a busybody. She's in, in like, uh, she's like on his ass about like, you know, maintaining his lawn and just whatever. But then at one point she's like, yeah, I, I also, uh, I was considering, uh, asking you to be, uh, my sexual partner, uh, if you would be interested in that. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She's, she's got some great lines around this whole thing where she's just like very sort of, uh, diplomatically propositioning him. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's very- basically like, I take, very good care of myself and i i'm in great shape right she at shows one point she, she sa- <laughs> yeah she shows her shows him some nudes uh at one point she says i'm a handsome woman <laughs> she does say that but she, in the propositioning she i i thought this was funny she's like i like sleeping in my bed alone and there is something to be said for convenience you are my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> She was selling me. Yeah, I was about. I was about to. Um, I'll, t- I'll say this. Ida hit it. <laughs> oh no, um, Ida. Yeah. Okay. The the kid, the character you were uh, looking for is uh, Jerome. Jerome Robinson. Yes, and it looks played like... by someone whose last name is Jerome. Yeah, that's fun for him. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's in Moonlight, which I've never seen. Oh, Moonlight. That's like what he's known. Oh. For. He plays Kevin at yep. age sixteen. Oh man, Moonlight is, is so Kevin good. like the main character? He's the second. Oh, we call him the second main character. He's I not see. the. He's not the the one that the movie completely revolves around. No, I gotcha. Um, okay, but yeah, I'm he, gonna. I'll say. I'm gonna say something, and I know I'm. I'm already on thin ice. <laughs> you, watch yourself, please. I mean, I didn't. I. One thing that is very kingish that I was not happy to see return mm-hmm. was um, the way he writes dialogue for black characters. It's very there's so many like and shits like every sentence Jerome says ends with and shit. 
Do you Whereas think... Like, uh, I didn't think that was more, it's like a thing of him being black, more of him being a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm... You know, you're probably right, you know, because you know, King it, has it, a track also, record of not being great at this. Yeah, that's kind of, that's mostly what I'm thinking. So maybe I'm just being unfair, but like the, the line I wrote down was you'd be talking. So um, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, I guess, to set it up. Mm-hmm. Should I set it up real yeah, quick? Set it up. Going too far. No, no, yeah. Go so basically one day, Brendan Gleeson, uh, he gets like an email uh, which plays a, a spooky video from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this. It's this spooky little video that's like cut together, uh, with footage, like dash cam footage from the night of the Mercedes attack. Right. Um, and it's basically just like taunting him as like, you could never solve this case implication. It's from Mr. Mercedes himself, the killer. Right. There, there's like p- video of, uh, some of the victims, with like uh, Mr. Mercedes talking over their pictures and stuff, it's it, I mean it's pretty pretty horrible. <laughs> it it's really lame. I mean it's very poorly done. Yeah, it it looks like um, like it looks like something you'd seen like hackers. Like that's the level of sophistication. <laughs> yes. They right. all have like their mouths drop open like South Park characters. Right. Anyway, but yeah, so he enlists Jerome's help because Jerome is like Jerome cuts his lawn. But right. is also very good at computers. That's right. Like, he, he's also, as we said, he's a Harvard boy. Yeah, he's a Harvard boy. He's like, he's probably like, yeah, like seventeen or so. I don't know if he's like a computer genius or just like young enough to <laughs> maybe, work at a computer. Maybe a you know? bit of no, because he's like hacking into. He's trying to hack into that like website that's called like Betty's Blue Umbrella or something. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, so he's right. like, he knows how to like. He's a code. hacker. He's he's he he studied STEM, the STEM arts. But yeah, so he invites the kid over to like look into this because the email deletes as soon as it plays, which is right. highly he can't, unusual. He cannot find it. Cannot recover this email. So the kid's like looking through his stuff and Brennan Gleason's basically like he's like, Could you recover this? Or like or he's like, Is that even possible to have like a email auto delete like that? And he's like yeah, but you'd be talking you'd be talking some very high-end software and shit. <laughs> and it's just like it happened a bunch of times and it just it also was like it drops after the first episode. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I don't know. They just started it seemed like they just started taking that character more seriously. So maybe it's just like pilot woes, you know? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um although this thing seems like it went straight to series. <laughs> Yeah, AT and T greenlit greenlit it <laughs> greenlit itself. Yeah, oh boy. Um. Anyway, yeah. So so we got a bit of that. We meet we meet Jerome. Who else is there? Um. Well, and then we meet we meet fucking Brady like pretty we do. early on. We meet Brady before we know his deal. We're introduced to him because he's listening to Pet Cemetery on his way to work. Right. Obviously, an homage to our show. And we we thank AT and T for their consideration. Right. Uh, it, it, which uh, reminds me, guys, uh, if you're looking for a new cell phone provider, please consider AT and T. You know, and I'm not just I'm not just saying this. Uh, AT and T has uh, the most comprehensive 5G <laughs> network available, and uh, if you sign up now, I mean, this is an incredible deal. I I have to read this, but this yeah. is an incredible deal. If you sign up now. Um, you will 
um, they'll 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 jerk off your little boy penis. <laughs> what? Yeah, they will. All they'll right. give you. It says here, uh, yeah. So go to att.com. Again, that's att.com. Mm-hmm. Enter the promo code mummy <laughs> with three Y's. Again, that's mummy for for to get your little boy dick jerked off. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, so we meet Brady, and he's listening to Pet Cemetery by the Ramones in his car. He goes to his job. How does that like, song go? What's that? For, it, how does that song go for our listeners? In case they've never heard it. Oh, in case you've never heard it. Yeah, can we just like? King Me! (laughs) Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of Kinging Me, the official podcast of uh, Getting Kinged by Your Mom. (laughs) The the official podcast of AT&T. AT&T.com. Would it have been funnier if we just ended the episode? (laughs) If we did. It's not too late. We could stop recording right now. No, no, we got to keep going. Ugh, okay. But I didn't watch be- five episodes of Mr. Mercedes to stop now. So uh, we meet Brady. He works at like a, a computer store. It's kind of like a, it's it's not a Best Buy, but it's similar to, it's very similar to that. Uh, they sell TVs. They have like a nerd squad, um, which Brady is part of. He goes out on calls to fix people's yeah. like, would- computers and bullshit. I was trying to remember the name of the fake nerd squad. It's like helpful dorks or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there we, we also meet uh, his friend Lou, uh, who is played by uh, Brenda Wool. Um, so she's like, she's, we're introduced, like her character is introduced by uh, some guy being incredibly shitty to her. Um, and calling her out as a lesbian and, um, you know, basically saying her lifestyle is, uh, you know, he doesn't condone their, her lifestyle and shit like that. Right. Um, just, you know, great stuff. Yeah. This guy who's barely not Henry Rollins, <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just like a tree trunk neck. Yeah. Uh, so you're too close to being Henry Rollins to speak. <laughs> Yeah, they do a really good job of like letting you know that guy's supposed to be military without without saying it. Yeah, I honestly I didn't even did they specifically say that he was military? I feel like they did it. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just I'm like, oh, that guy. I mean, like that's that's definitely the vibe that he's like putting off and trying to present but it, it almost seemed to me that that's was his whole deal was like it, like a stolen valor thing like he's not saying that he's uh. in the military <laughs> but he's also not saying it you know see um, you're not you're just not getting that kind of characterization of like a fourth tier character in <laughs> in the mist 2017 you no, don't even not. get that with your main characters no you didn't we're we're like 30 minutes into the first episode of this show and we're already learning stuff about guys right some fucking Henry yeah. Rollins motherfucker. Everyone gets to be a person on this show. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the right. Mr. Mercedes promise. <laughs> that's the AT&T promise. <laughs> the AT&T promise. <laughs> we'll make you a person. <laughs> um, uh, we also meet their boss, Roby, um, who is 
an asshole. <laughs> uh, this this girl Lou is basically like this guy was being incredibly rude and gay bashing, and he's like he's a customer, <laughs> and you have to be nice to him. Yeah, this guy's like. This guy's a bit of a caricature, but I didn't mind it one bit. I thought no, it's fine. There's like a there's a moment in the second episode where uh, what's her name? I'm forgetting. Uh, Lou. Lou. Lou's cracking wise and Brady kind of like sniggers or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. And the manager says it is not appropriate for you to find her funny. It's a great line. That great is a great line. line. Yeah. So uh, so we meet right. Brady and we're like we're, like you said we don't know who this person is right mm-hmm. um, and then like slowly we're kind of like it, it is revealed that he is Mr. Mercedes he goes home um, to his mommy uh, played by Kelly Lynch um, of, uh, of uh, Roadhouse fame perhaps the wickedly you've heard talented. Of it. Um, maybe you've heard of uh, Curly Sue, um, <laughs> starring uh, one of our favorite actors of all time, Jim Belushi. Uh, <laughs> we love uh, we love <laughs> Belushi on this show, and you're gonna have to listen to the Patreon <laughs> to find out why. Right. Um, so Kelly Lynch and like almost unrecognizable at first. Um, Don't be rude. No, I mean not. It, like I, I'm saying, like they, I think they made her up to look like kind of old and and like uh, a little, uh, I don't know. It, just uh, she's she's had some rough years. It looks like. You oh know? yeah, yeah. The character, not Kelly Lynch. <laughs> um, so, oh man, Brett Gelman is on the show at some point. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, I was. I saw that. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna love that. But. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but were were we ripping on him recently, Probably. or was that with someone else? I was ripping on him. I don't think it was me, but I'm always down to rip on Rick Elman. <laughs> Man, what a god! All the tall comedy psychos of the 2010s are <laughs> yeah, the, really really coming home to roost. Yeah, you know, these treetop maniacs. Um, <laughs> 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 These fucking old growth motherfuckers. Uh, so okay, Kelly Lynch, right? Um, so Kelly Lynch, she's like, she's, you know, she's been drinking. Uh, she's just hanging out on the couch, like in a t-shirt and her underwear, uh, smoking, whatever. She, you know, uh, she calls Brady over to sit next to her, tell her, you know, how was your day? All this, like, whatever. And then she starts going on to be like, um, you know, how, uh, how is it that you never had a girlfriend and, uh, you know, you're, you're so handsome and whatever. Right. Um, and at this point it's starting to seem weird. <laughs> and, and then Dan, th- what happens then? Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, She's, she says, uh, give, give me a kiss. And then she, you know, points to her cheek or whatever. Right. And he, and he leans in for the kiss and then she pulls that old trick. Oh, but he knows too. He knows too. There, that is like such a gross little good acting choice that he, yeah, 
He doesn't even pretend like he's going to kiss her on the cheek. It's uh, right. Very gross. It's very upsetting. Right. She turns her head and then like she like kisses him and like slips him the tongue. And Oof. and then she she does she grab on his on his dick at that point? His his Johnson. Jo- yeah. Um, I think. I think. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think she, so. she. I think she goes for the J. Yeah. She goes right. She goes for the J and tries to like move his hand like over her underwear and stuff. And then he like you know runs away and like he goes down to the basement where he, I guess his room is or whatever. That's where all the shit is. Um, before he makes you know he goes downstairs. He makes it halfway down the stairs before he jerks off. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. Forgive me. I gotta go back to the old me. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, some. Uh, Damn it! Oh, my mom's just too hot. <laughs> Fuck! I really, I really want to go edit my video to send to Brendan Gleason. <laughs> right. I have to edit my Mister Mercedes video, but my mom's so oh my God. freaking hot, dude. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pour fake blood on this canvas so I can film it, <laughs> so I can use it as B-roll in my video to send the detective. <laughs> but first, I gotta. Jerk off because my mom. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't put that on the soundboard. <laughs> Please I, don't put that on the soundboard, me saying that. I won't. Oh, oh God. I don't trust him. Um, He's smirking. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I think that's, I mean, that's basically episode one. I, I don't want to like just go episode by episode here. I feel like the show no, has like I, enough of a flow without being like every episode doesn't end on like some ridiculous cliffhanger that leads into the next one. It's just like a continued story, yeah. which is nice. Um, yeah. No smoke monsters in this. <laughs> no smoke monsters. Exactly. Um, you know, we find out a little bit more about Brendan Gleeson as the show goes on. He has, he had a wife and daughter. Um, he's divorced. His daughter is, uh, she's in rehab. She's had some substance abuse issues. Also an alcoholic. Right. Uh, one of the things that we find out is that, so Mr. Mercedes, right? This kid, Brady, um, he, he stole the car that he used to run these people down, right? Um, the car belonged to some woman, and when they find out who the woman was, they they interrogate her, and they find they try to find out, like, did you leave the keys in their car? Like, whatever. And she's like, you know, she knows for a fact that she didn't leave the keys in the car. There's no way that somebody could have broken into the car and, like, and, and you know, stole it without, you know, they would have had to like whatever I don't even know if you can hot wire a car anymore but they would have had to do something else because she didn't leave the keys in the car right and Brendan Gleeson and his partner are you know they're like kind of shitty towards her Um, they're very uh, I mean they're just playing bad cop bad cop Um, yeah (laughs) you know they're they're really like hammering down on her and then you know she she at one point she says like when can I get my car back and Brendan Gleeson tells her to come down to the station tomorrow at 10 a.m., uh, which is a trick that he is playing on her because he calls the press down there. And, you know, she ends up on the front page as some monster who just wants her car back after this tragedy, right? Um, come to find out that, like, later on, uh, this woman ends up committing suicide, right? Uh, 
and through like different, you know, uh, people, uh, the, the woman's sister played by, um, uh, Mary Louise Parker. Am I? That's correct. Yeah. I believe from, from the show weeds. Yeah. That feels right. Um, yeah. Janie. Yeah. Janie Patterson. Janie Patterson. Right. She, uh, she tells Brandon Gleason that, um, Mr. Mercedes was also in contact with her and that, um, you know, he had been sending her letters and, you know, all of these things, right? So, at, at this point, Brendan Gleeson, like, he's he's retired, but he's essentially back on the case. Like, he he wants to fucking take this guy down. This is kind of like his white whale. He, he never got a chance to close this case, and he wants to do this, right? And... Yeah, and the car is white, so... And the car is white. That's right. <laughs> right. It's his white car. Um... Uh, you know, he, uh, he meets like a white whale. What's that? Psycho white? It's like a white whale. It's a white car. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, it's as big as a whale, uh, you know? Uh, yeah. Some of these luxury cars, I mean, the size of these things. I know. The road. You could fit, a, fit about 20 in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could. Yeah. So it's sort of like, uh, sort of like a white whale in that way. Yeah. yeah. It's very big and it's white. It's white. Um, you know, and I guess when it goes honk, that's like when a whale sings its song. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, just cr- whale doesn't have whale doesn't light up. No, yeah, they can. I mean, they light up. You know, a, a whale watching party. It lights up the <laughs> the, the atmosphere. Of the people. Yeah. yeah. Um. At, at, the, at this point, when the the show when this show comes out, this will be like very old news. But did you hear about that guy that got swallowed up by the whale and then spit sure out? Sure did, <laughs> sure did. Yeah, yeah, you bet I did. <laughs> that fucking guy. How are you that guy? And you talk about anything else for the rest of your life, motherfucker? How I got swallowed how by are you in that? <laughs> how are you in that guy's life? And you talk to him about anything else. Something from the Bible happened to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I love that. Yeah, that, I love that. It's very funny. And, you know, he survived. He uh, he said that the whale spit him out, which, yeah, whales <laughs> don't, you know... Do you, well, it spit him out because he was, like, kicking it yeah. from the inside. He was like, let me out. Let me out. I'm not whale food, don't you see? <laughs> and the whale's like, oh... Excuse me, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and just spits Got out this tossed guy. by a whale. That's incredible. Do ah, uh, so I'm trying to remember, but I think I remember reading in the news reports that it actually shot him out of its blowhole, <laughs> and oh. uh, the the water kind of like tossed him around on his bum. Yeah, yeah, place, right. He was like I mean? kind of like there. right, like. Up in the air for a minute, like yeah, being it, it yeah, acted yeah. as like a seat for him, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, the steady, steady stream of the blowhole, sure. <sighs> yeah, so, um, so this fucking guy, big white, big white car is kind of like a white whale, yeah, it's kind of like that whale that ate that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> car is a grill, I suppose. Uh, whale has the bristle teeth that it uses to sift krill. <laughs> well, we, we should do a whole episode about this yeah we should um car talk <laughs> yeah whale we'll talk. call it car talk we'll call it car talk car talk um <laughs> so okay 
the so Brandon Gleason starts. Uh, he, like I said, he's like on the case. He's basically going to take it into his own hands. He he brings evidence to the cops to his old partner, and his partner is like, "Dude, you are retired. Uh, you need to let this go, please." Um, he's like concerned with this other case where they just like uh, they just solved this murder case from years ago where this guy killed his wife. Um, and it turns out that the guy killed like a bunch of other people and they just locked him up. So he is like riding high on that. And Brendan Gleeson is like, forget about that. I'm talking about Mr. Mercedes here. <laughs> um, so the cops are basically like not going to help at all. So Brendan Gleeson is like, fine, I'll, you know, I'll do this. And right. Janie is like, she encourages it. Like Brendan Gleeson is in her, like, not interrogating her, like interviewing her and trying to figure out more about her sister and shit. And, um, you know, in that, like the sister, you know, Janie really wants justice for her sister, right? She wants this guy to fucking go to jail once and, you know, off the streets. Um, obviously Brandon Gleason wants the same thing. So the two of them kind of, there's almost like a, I don't know, like they, they form this like partnership first. It's just like, it's just based around this murder, but then it starts getting, starts getting sexy, Dan. Um, and how could it not I'm, those with two with Brendan Gleeson? Come on. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I like the idea yeah. that Brendan Gleeson is irresistible to women in this show. <laughs> like his, his neighbor's like, uh, yeah. Do you want to uh, be my, my sex partner? And and Mary, uh, Mary Louise Parker is just like, yes, you will be mine. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that one long eyebrow hair just sticking <laughs> like a half a foot off his face. It's it's so funny. I mean, he looks like Brendan Gleeson. He is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he looks almost exactly like Brendan. <laughs> he is. You know, he's like this Spitting old image. alcoholic. Uh, you know, overweight and whatever. But you know, irresistible to the ladies. I, you know. Can't ignore that. Yeah, his, I they, I love your giant ears and nose. <laughs> yeah, you, I love your rosy <laughs> red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you look like um, British anti IRA propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that even exists, but <laughs> yeah, it should. And, that, and his he he'd be it's the face like of a it. picture of it's like a picture of him and it says if you see something say something. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the he is the most Irish looking man. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so they form this partnership and right then they start getting involved sexually, and uh, this makes his neighbor Ida jealous, um, which uh, all of this is like I don't know. It's crazy <laughs> to me, like uh, the whole thing with Ida being jealous and like <laughs> Brandon Gleason is like literally just like going through life. Like what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Why is everyone trying to fuck me? Stop it. Yeah. Knock it off. Um, I honestly, though, I feel like, um, oh, my God. Help me with her name. Who plays Janie? What's her name? Uh, Mary Louise Parker. I think she, Mary Louise Parker does a great job of playing this character as someone who would just want to have sex with this guy. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, I, I can't even explain it. She just seems like very kind of <sighs> vulnerable and like in need of just like a, yeah, I can't explain it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, or yeah, no. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. She's like, 
Um, she, right, she's vulnerable. There's this, you know, Brendan Gleeson is this guy who is, um, he seems like very capable, uh, mm-hmm. you know, smart. He's like, obviously like was good at his job. And right. um, it's not like she's like having sex with him as some sort of like, I don't know, like a payment or anything like that. Like I, I, I do believe that she is actually like attracted to this man who could also like solve this case, like this capable person, you know? Hmm. Yes. He could also solve the case of the still full bottle of whiskey. <laughs> who left this? Uh... Oh, I'll crack this one yet. <laughs> But yeah, no, she just like, she's very convincing in like, I don't know. It just, it's, it feels very real to me. I can't. I I agree with you. I, she's a, she's a good actor, I guess is what I'm trying to say. She is a good actor. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to like, I don't know her from anything besides weeds. Um, what else was, I've never seen weeds. I was trying to figure out what I knew her from because she does have a familiar sort of face yeah i mean weeds i don't know if it was on showtime or whatever it was one of the pay channels that wasn't hbo um and it was essentially like it it was very similar to what uh breaking bad where like this suburban mom just started selling weed because her husband died and Mm. she needed to like make ends meet and like that's what like you know she just took to selling drugs um, I, I watched like the first two seasons. I think there's like five or six, uh, and it, it becomes like increasingly more ridiculous as the show goes on where it's like, uh, mm. like it got a little too out of control. Um, mm. but she was, I mean, she was always like good on it. Um, she was also, she was married to, uh, Billy Crudup. Uh, okay. And, um, he divorced her. When she was pregnant with their baby, that's uh, cool. Yeah, not <laughs> that was that not. was very cool of him. Um, was he doing research for Almost Famous? <laughs> is that him or that's him? That right? is him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I always in my head get him mixed up with Jim Caviezel for some reason. Well, they they both they look exactly the same, <laughs> right? They do. Okay, I'm not I'm not crazy. Yeah, but um, it's easy to tell them apart now. I'm sorry, Jim I Caviezel. misspoke. They weren't actually they weren't married, but um, they were just uh, together, and, and he broke up with her when they were when she was pregnant. He's like, whoa, yeah. we I I want to take this slow. <laughs> yeah, can we slow down here? Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, so wait, you're gonna keep it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sticking around, but I don't want you to feel like you can't name this baby after me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Little crud up. So, uh, so yeah, so Brendan Gleeson, right? Um, he keeps getting these messages from Mr. Mercedes. I think that uh, his, uh, the boy, Jerome, keeps coming over to his house. He's mowing lawn. The wee lad Jerome. <laughs> uh, he's, hel- he's like... You know, he's trying to help him. And at one point he's like at home and his dad sees him and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm helping, you know, I'm helping Brendan Gleeson solve this case. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who the hell is Brendan Gleeson? And he's like, no, no, it's, I mean, uh, Bill Hodges. Um, (laughs) And his dad gets like very uh, angry and like rightfully so. Um, Yeah. You know, his, he goes over to uh, Gleeson's house and he's just like, listen, my kid I did everything in my life to make sure that this kid 
had a future. Um, it, the only question I asked was like, the only thing that I was worried about was like, uh, you know, who, who else in this world could possibly fuck him up? Right. <laughs> Are you going to be that guy? And he's like, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> and so he tells the kid not to come around his house anymore. Um, but it is too late because kids addicted to the thrill of, uh, thrill of the chase. He is addicted to the thrill He's of the chase. He's got the bug. But also, um, one of, so we know that Brady works at this electronics store. One of his other jobs is as an ice cream man in Brendan Gleason's fucking neighborhood. And we see him driving around and we see him see Brendan Gleason with, uh, Jerome and, uh, and and the, they try to like wave him down and he just drives off and and now like now we know that like okay he knows Jerome is somehow connected to you know Gleason's life you know um and what else what else happens Dan <laughs> what else let's see what else what, <laughs> what else what else what else well um Brady's getting up to some other mischief aside from harassing uh, Brendan Gleeson. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's also, you know, I, it's, I think we made it very clear. He and Lou hate their boss. Right. Um, so he, uh, at, at one point, sabotages their boss's laptop. To explode. So that <laughs> to, yes, it explodes on him. While he is attempting to explode on it. Uh, <laughs> nice. You like that one? Maybe a little? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it just like the battery kind of like explodes on him. Um, right. And it, it like it burns his face like he has to go to the hospital. Um, right. Yes. And I actually uh, I heard I heard a rumor that um, uh, never mind. You know what? I'm not going to bother. No. What was, what was the rumor? <laughs> Well, I was going to say I heard a rumor that w- the thing that exploded at the Boston Marathon wasn't actually a bomb. It was actually uh, I was going to do the Dan Ninen joke. You know the Dan Ninen joke? <laughs> no, I don't. You know, you know, Dan Ninen or now? Uh, no. All right. This is a whole can of worms. But <laughs> Dan Ninen is like this lunatic who promotes himself as like a 100 percent clean comedian. That's like part of his brand. Uh, good. He's like. He's some nobody who basically just like kind of cons his way into getting corporate gigs. Ah, all right. And like he, I don't know if he's still doing this, but at one point he was like pretending to own a Tesla. Okay. Like a weird fucking guy yeah. who, um, it was like a thing on Twitter for a minute where people like comedians who had worked with him at clubs, like were just like posting their insane stories about him. One guy I know he like emailed um incessantly basically being like you're like a degenerate and i'm not and <laughs> you're going to fail and i have all this money and you don't and that's why it really weird stuff <laughs> that's really weird super guy. weird but he's got like these he's got a couple of jokes that are just like uh, they've become sort of like little micro memes one is uh him saying i'm <laughs> it's like the hackiest shit like he's like i'm half japanese and Half Indian, which means I get my sushi from Seven Eleven. Oh my god! Yeah, but he made a tweet after the Boston Marathon bombing. Okay, that said, I just heard I just heard a rumor that it wasn't a bomb after all. 
Ahmad Khan Rahami was just trying to charge his new Samsung Galaxy Note 7. (laughs) 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 Or wait, no, was that the Boston Marathon bombing or was that something else? I mean, uh, I forget who did that. That would make sense. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you still get it. Yeah, I get get the. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a good joke. Um, No, it's not. Come on. Chelsea bomber. There we go. Oh, the Chelsea bomber. Oh, well, that makes more sense. My mistake. Um, well, I'm glad that we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I'm glad you told us that edit, rumor. Nah, very edit heavy episode. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Uh, the Patreon episode was a 40 minute warm up. I don't see why this should be any different. <laughs> Whoa, did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? Uh, it was actually a Samsung Galaxy Note <laughs> 7. <laughs> I mean, that, Come on. That was very good. Oh, you got to love it. Yeah. So someone, I texted my neighbor. I said, light the fireworks now. Oh, was, was that a firework? Yeah, people love lighting fireworks. Dude, my neighborhood too. I live in like a, just a regular town. I don't you live, live in, in a city. quiet beach community, yeah. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet beach community, man. You do. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, the people down my street—they just—they are so fascinated with fireworks. They just love them so much. Um, they are just always setting them off. Doesn't matter what day it is. Again, that was a Samsung Galaxy Note <laughs> Eight, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This is not the kind of thing uh, that you would experience from AT&T sponsored. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I got excited. (laughs) As soon as I realized what was happening, I was like, I'll meet you there. (laughs) I'm leaving now. (laughs) I'll be there in five minutes. (laughs) Uh, So uh, let's see. Uh, this sucks because now we gotta keep that whole digression. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that's gotta stay in. Oh, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. these callbacks won't make sense. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, callbacks on AT and T always make sense <laughs> because uh, with an unlimited data plan, you never have to worry about uh, your mom not picking up when you call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we will personally ensure that your mom picks up when you call. Mom picks up, and hello. Yeah. Uh. So, hello. <laughs> Brady. Um. Let's see. Brady. Uh. Also gets really bad headaches. Right. Um. It gets these migraines. Um. And there's really only one cure for them. Let's see. Uh. Yep. Having his mom jerk him off. That's. That's what. <laughs> That's the cure for his migraines. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. <laughs> it's yeah. There, there are a couple scenes where yeah. It, so, <laughs> um, so we get this right, and then it, I guess we could talk. So uh, Brady also, um, along with the thing about his boss and burning his boss's face or whatever, right? There, the the Henry, uh, Henry Rollins guy from earlier. Um, we see him again. Uh, his computer, it, like Brady has hacked into his computer and fucks up his computer. So we have, he goes back to the store. He is a complete asshole to Lou. 
uh, just throwing around a lot of like hateful shit. And, um, and, and the boss is like, no, we'll take care of this first thing. We'll get the, get this done right away. Right. Um, one of the other things that Brady has been working on is a remote control that controls anything. Yeah, Brady made the remote control from Click. Yeah, <laughs> it, basically like any anything that has like a radio frequency, uh, he can you know uh, he can control. So um, traffic lights and things yeah, are what it he's is using like, it for. It's some like boy genius contraption. It is type shit. Uh, um, yeah, he had. I think he's like he's showing his mom this remote right in between jerk off sessions. Yep. Yeah, he's like, all right, just give me. Give me a minute. Right. There's a refractory period, mother. <laughs> um, and she... Uh, shit's going crazy over here. Oh, no. Was that Bert? Yeah, Bert's all upset because of the fireworks now. Yeah. They're upsetting. <sighs> all right. Well, let's try to keep going. Yeah, so he shows her the remote yep. and... Um, yeah, I mean, it, he he explains that it's like. It, it, oh yeah, no. Well, what I was gonna say is he um <laughs> really took the wind out of my cells. Very unprofessional. No, he's like the military's gonna be wanting this thing yeah, to yeah. fight their wars with. Right. He's, right. Yeah. Wait. Wait till they see that. It, I think. Um, I think we'll be right back. All right. I, well, I don't know if he's going to stop doing this, though. That's the thing. Does he need a snuggle? Yeah, he needs a snuggle. And it's it's just late is the issue. It's too late for a snuggle? No, it's too late to snuggle and then keep recording. Because oh, okay. it, it takes him like an hour to calm down. Oh, no. Um, Can we, like, pick this up tomorrow, maybe? Oh, is it that... Is it that bad? It's pretty bad. Okay. Um... Yeah, I can't do tomorrow. I have work tomorrow, but maybe Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is just going to keep going all night, apparently. Sons of bitches. All right, let's go out on... Let's play the national anthem, and when it's over, we'll be back. All right, that, that's fine. All right. <laughs> all right. All right, guys, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, there was uh, we had we had a stop down. <laughs> we had a scared dog. Nothing yeah, I could do some, about it. Some fireworks. Somebody got a little too excited for the fourth. Yeah, and now it was Bert. It was my dog Bert. He yeah, got too Bert, excited. He was too excited. Uh, and yeah, you want to hear something crazy, Rob? Yes, please. I'm driving the. Uh, th- as we record this, it's the weekend before. Fourth of July. I'm driving yep. that damn dog to New Jersey to my mom's house to try to give him <laughs> a break from the uh, yeah from the, the fireworks pyrotechnics that yeah. that is the city of Philadelphia. Right. People love their fireworks here. They love it. I don't uh, grudge them. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't get fireworks. It's not fun to me. Yeah, blowing, it's it, sort blowing of, them up, setting them off is fun, but like uh, just watching them. Does boring. nothing for me. It's like watching. I almost said it's like what? It's like watching someone else eat a meal. It's like a nice meal. I do yeah. that all the time. Actually, I'm thinking about it. What's like something that's not fun to watch someone do? Like what's what else isn't fun vicariously? Um, 
Well, having somebody describe their dreams to you, that's not fun. I dreamt of fireworks. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's like watching um, security footage from like an aquarium. Like that would be fun. <laughs> you would have fun at the aquarium. Right, yes. Um, so I got right. it. I got there. All right. So anyway, as yeah. we were saying. Right. We were talking about universal remotes and how uh, Brady made a universal remote for the universe. And yeah, now, kind of, I, I appreciate that there was no like real attempt to explain this. They were just like, it can control pretty much anything I want it to. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's like, all right, I get it. It's a it's a plot device. <laughs> that's right Got it. that's what what kind of device is this well uh, it controls plot the device. plot yeah 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 um and so it just it controls like radio frequencies and stuff so we can like yeah. uh his mom asks him like what you can do with it and he's like well for right now i could use it to uh change traffic lights right yeah and i'm like ah well that's definitely gonna <laughs> so we'll i love that he's like right it can check control remote <laughs> he's like it can control almost any traffic light in town yeah yeah what's the difference <laughs> there's there's one manually operated one yeah, yeah. there's one on elm that i haven't figured out yet but <laughs> for yeah. some reason it's different the colors <laughs> on the light are different so it's right it's, it requires a different sort <laughs> yeah. of remote uh so so that's okay so we were talking about he so he burned his boss's face right and he he makes this universal universal remote um that the neo-nazi guy or uh, not necessarily neo Nazi. Well, we're extrapolating like a little. White supremacist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, is he a white? Su- do they? Oh, yeah. They they do say. I forgot about that. He is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, Brady ha- hacks into his computer and like fucks it up. So he has to come back to the store. He gets really nasty with uh, Lou again, and then um, you know the boss. He basically like does everything. He does everything wrong. I mean, he just like he does. He immediately apologizes to the guy. Um, you know, he's he's like, we'll we'll work extra hard on it. You know, if you come back, uh, you know, at nine o'clock, it, even if we're closed, we'll take care of it. Whatever. Right? He does a he does a sig heil as the guy's leaving, <laughs> just to try to make he's, him happy. Right. Um. So whatever the guy comes back, um, he says something shitty to the boss too, and the boss is like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, he's like, uh, "Yeah," the he's like, "Wait a second. You'll be shitty to anyone? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so the guy leaves with his with his computer, and who's following him but Creepy Brady with Uh-oh. his little universal click remote. <laughs> and um, he's following him, and he's like, he's fucking with the traffic lights um, in front of him, right? So he keeps, you know, he'll give him a green, and then he gives him a red, and then he's like, then he's like narrating to himself too. It's like, uh, who's yeah. that car behind it? Whatever, right? He's like really. He's kind. Of, he's just talking himself up yeah. and shit. Very, very kingy. I gotta yeah, say. Yeah. But then he hits a green light, a double green, and a truck just plows into this guy and uh, just fucks him up real bad and kills him. And Brady gets out of the car and he's there, like staring at the guy into the guy's eyes, like as he's dying and shit. Um. And that's that, that he did that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that, that he, was re, he was very excited about it. Yeah, he, he, he was real proud of himself. Yeah. If I had the click remote, I could do that, too, though. Big deal. Sure. Anyone with yeah. the click remote can do that. Or like what else? I've never 
what else does the click remote do? You like press a button and it makes like a granny rap? Yeah, yeah, right. It, you could pause time. You can make be- like a you can make like a a guy act like a like a sissy girl. That would be <laughs> yeah. That seems like something that would happen in the movie Click. Yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no button that can get uh, Rob Schneider to stop playing other races and ethnicities, though. That's locked and loaded. <laughs> no, you can't stop him from doing that. It's his it's his lifeblood. Yeah. Um and that was the end of episode four. And then episode five, I think you know, it's uh it, it starts off it you you have that scene where um Brady is he like has the like the, the chop meat or whatever. And oh, yeah. he, he's gonna uh he's gonna poison uh Jerome's dog. And there's like he parks outside the house. The dog is out in the yard, just sitting there, being a good boy. And um, he's like going to walk over there and give the dog the meat and killing the dog. And Jerome and a couple friends are like walking down the street, and they like they approach like his house as as Brady is like halfway across the street to like you know fucking kill his dog. And then Brady gets like freaked out, jumps in his car, and like peels away. Right. Um. So Jerome, he goes by, uh, uh, what's his name? Brendan Gleason's house. And he's like, you know, he, he kind of, he tells him about it, but like, I don't know the way that it's played. It's like very like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was him. Who knows? Um, but he tells him that it's like, he was driving kind of like a, a shitty, like beat up civic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like, I feel like the, the biggest scene right in in episode five was when they were like talking to each other right like the video chat yeah that um i mean hell i felt i felt that tension in my belly yeah yeah that was um i wasn't expecting that to i don't know i mean i felt like compared to how maybe things are just kind of like slowing down now because like all the groundwork is laid but felt like less happened in this episode overall i I, I yeah I I think so I like and I mean I, like fewer things not that like it was less important because obviously no no yeah there's like there's that scene where Brendan Gleeson goes to um, Mary Mary Louise Parker's mom's uh, to visit and like um, she has dementia so she's only lucid like sometimes and um, her her mom accuses Brendan Gleeson of. Uh, of doing the thing we talked about where, um, you know, tells, tells her daughter to go to the, the police station and the, the press was there and they, you know, they, they made her out to be like this monster who just wanted her car back. who didn't care about any of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, right. And then Mary Louise Parker's like, did you do it? And he's like, yes. And then it, she's mad at him. And so I don't know how much longer this relationship is going to last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he goes to try to apologize, and she lets she him say the door. his piece, and then closes the door in his face without saying yeah. anything. So, that, uh, so uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the big, big event of this episode is uh, right. Brendan Gleeson and uh, Brady. You know having a little chit chat on the phone there. Right. So whatever their, that chat website that they're something under the blue umbrella or whatever. Um, yeah. Is it, it called ha- like Debbie's big blue umbrella? <laughs> something like, yeah. Something like that. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. 
Um, but you can like you could send like text messages through it, or uh, you could do a video chat. It's very very you know Skype or uh, uh, the fucking the other one that buried Skype Zoom. Um, so <laughs> Brandon Gleason just like shoots out this like uh, video chat invite to Brady, and he's just like fuck it. And he just he sits down with like a glass of whiskey, and he's just sitting in front of his computer in like an armchair or whatever, and he's like. I'm fucking doing. I'm fucking calling him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, and then Brady, he puts on like a disguise or whatever, like a digital disguise. Um, but he answers the phone, and then they just kind of like have a back and forth or whatever. Yeah, uh, a, a tet a tet. Yes, yes. Really uh, going blow for blow, and uh, Brendan Gleeson kind of wins when he pulls out the "I bet you fuck your mom" card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he really does pull that card out, and. It it really throws Brady off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Like, yeah, if I mean, Brendan whole... Gleeson figured out the thing you're most ashamed of in your whole life. <laughs> the 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 whole uh, I liked early on in the conversation. He's just like, uh, you you guys are fucking. You're all the same. You all have like. You all think you're so like smart and unique, and you're not. You're like, you know some sort of trauma in your childhood and you know this probably happened and this probably happened and you know and then it leads to him saying like you fucked your mom and you probably still do it and you know <laughs> yeah uh, it, it's very yeah he's like uh you probably what uh who was it was it mommy daddy and then, yeah yeah uh, and then he's basically just like no <laughs> no shut up shut up <laughs> Okay, so it's called Under Debbie's Blue Umbrella, and it is a. uh, They made the website, so you can like go look at it if you want. You want? You wanna? (laughs) (laughs) It's literally. I guess I don't know. It's like for the show, you have to look at it. All right, (laughs) but it's literally just a landing page. There's like a register now button, but you uh, uh, it says existing users can still log in. So I guess if you have the password, do you remember Mm. what the password is on the show? It's like. Kermit, I don't. Kermit the Frog or something. Yeah, I, it's, Kermit. I don't f- remember what it is. Kermit like the Frog nineteen. Ah, oh, user not found. Damn, that's okay. Mm. All right, well, it's okay. <laughs> you have to. Oh yeah, that's a New Year's is at this time. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun, uh, a fun little back and forth that Gleason has with um, Jerome. Because uh, his password, the password oh, yeah. that uh, uh, yeah. Brady gives Brennan Gleason's character for this website uh, under Debbie's blue umbrella, his password's like Kermit19 or something. Right. Um, which, by the way, 19. Not only is that a Steely Dan number, that's a big Stephen King number. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the password's like Kermit19. He's like... He's he's fucking with me. He knows that my my like given birth name is Kermit. Yeah. And, and Jerome spends like a good couple minutes just like roasting him. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, name can't is wrap his head around someone being named Kermit, which like yeah, fair. Yeah. That's like yeah. that's so distracting, and uh I'm <laughs> I'm glad they called attention to it. Um, if you listen to this show and your name is Kermit, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> 
I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. No. Email us and let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can roast you. Yeah. Directly. Yes. We'll do the new segment is Kermit Roast. Kermit Watch twenty twenty one. And then yeah. if we get a hit during Kermit Watch, we'll launch into our other segment, Kermit Roast. Yeah. Um and then so that that's kind of where the episode leaves off he he has the video chat with him um it leaves brady like really fucked up he gets another migraine his mom comes in tries to jerk him off again and he declines he, he won't yells at her to get out yes um, you never turn down mother's advances though yeah and then she like uh she goes to like grab a bottle of vodka that she has hidden in the bathroom and then she dumps it down the drain so i don't know so shit's uh, happening yeah some shit's happening uh i think the I really think that this like whole uh, you know back and forth of the video chat and whatever and fucking with Brady is probably not going to end well for Brendan Gleeson. I I feel like he's he's you know he's pushing buttons and whatever. But um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is uh, Brady's mom is in big trouble because if she gets sober, she's going to go in that basement. Oh yeah. And she's she's going to be like Brady. What's all yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, that's I was like... jerking off a murderer this whole time? <laughs> oh, that, God, that... I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> that is sort of the, like, uh, I don't know. The, uh, there's a ticking clock on that for sure. It's like, yeah. when is she going to, like, go down in that basement and see what he's really up to? See, this is like, a, this is competent TV writing, I got to say. Right. Um, and I, good, man. there's one other thing that I don't think we touched on at all. But um, so Brady had a brother when he was a kid and this this was crazy so they they do they show a flashback of them when they were kids oh, and right yeah brady's the good son right he's the good son uh, in the uh macaulay culkin sense so the the brother starts choking on something and um you know he brady does actually he waits a few seconds but then he starts calling for help and the mom comes in and uh and then just sort of like it cuts away you know, as she's like uh, hitting the kid on the back, trying to get him to cough up whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it cuts off before we like see what happens. And we know that like now he doesn't have a brother. So we think that that's like, you know, he that's what happened. Like the brother died somehow. Like, you know, we choked. Um, and then like something it's like crazy. They're like she says something about like God wanted, you know, uh, wanted to take your father and your brother, you know, young or whatever the fuck she says. And he's like, yeah, but uh, he gave uh, my brother back, and then he took him again. And you're like, wait, what? And then they show another a different flashback of the kid. Uh, like, he falls down the stairs and, like, cracks his head or something. Mm -hmm. And that's how he dies, ultimately. And um, I don't know. I just thought that was a bit of a hat on a hat there. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't... Um, I, I guess it kind of works, like, if the... You know, maybe the point there is... To, I mean, if I'm saying I guess it kind of works, maybe the point is then it doesn't right. work, right? It's but a, I don't think it works. I sense what they were going for was, like, putting it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like, you know, it's one thing for a little kid one time to just, like, panic or whatever. Or like, you know, make the yeah. mistake once. But, like, he was like, I'm going to kill my brother. And also just, like, I'm not, like... Like, when he wants someone dead, he gets them dead. And this is just fundamentally who he is 
Yeah. Because this yeah. is all. Uh, this is also the episode where he's like, he says to Brendan Gleeson, he's just like, I'm bored of talking to you. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. So, and that's that's it. So, um, you know, we have another five episodes in this season. So I'm 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 very interested to watch them. I'll yeah, um, I'll I'm gonna say my ca- my classic catchphrase. I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't mad. I like it. I, hey man, I ain't mad. No, no, you gotta say something else. Oh, sorry. I, I am mad. <laughs> all right. Well, now you've crossed the line. Yeah. Um, uh, you know something we didn't mention yeah. about this show overall, in addition to it being uh, pretty good What's so that? far? The, those needle drops. The needle drops. The soundtrack to the show is very it's good. Fucking, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's shockingly good. There are, I was like looking it up because I just wanted to like see a full list. There are Spotify playlists dedicated yes. to this soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that like, I mean, first off, the show, uh, the opening the intro credits whatever you want to call it um it it opens with him like um you know like waking up in like a his like recliner and stuff and like uh at the end of it he like pulls a needle off of a record that's been playing the whole time right yeah um uh, one of the things uh that i noticed that i I liked very much was when he ties his shoes um like he ties the knot like all the way on one side of the shoe instead of like the classic center you know yeah. Um, but but that's like a minor thing that I was like, I, I don't know. I saw that. And I was like, oh, I like that little detail. It's I don't nice, know if it, no, it's a nice detail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, in the show, within the you know universe here, uh, Brendan Gleeson's character has like this pretty big record collection. Um, so he's constantly like putting on records and music and like a lot of the music that they play that's is great. diegetic. Yeah. You know, it's it's within the, the world here. Um, right, like it's, Brady's it's really into good. punk. Yeah, and they <laughs> yeah. they pull some like actual, some like real punk songs. Yeah, like they start with Pet Cemetery, and I was like, all right, well, whatever, that's to be expected. But right, uh, yeah, they have them singing along to Pet Cemetery, which like who among us? But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, they really get into it, and then like, I don't know, I was I was excited when uh, you know first record Brendan Gleeson puts on is the friggin' Kinks. Yeah, yeah, listening yeah. Listen to the Kinks. He's got some Leonard Cohen, T Burn, yeah. T Bone Burnett's in there. Yeah, no, he's like a he's like a, a Mark Maron type collecting yeah. all this. The, the, who who are Brendan Gleeson's guys? Well, uh, <laughs> the Kinks. <laughs> there are two, oh three, four, four Reagan Youth songs on this on the season one yeah. soundtrack. There you it's go. Wild. That's wild. What is this show? What is this uh, show? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a pretty good show. AT and T. Yeah, I mean. Oh, that actually, you know what? That flaming lips drop. That's maybe my favorite drop. What was a flaming lips drop? It's summertime. Uh, oh yes, it's a yes, great yes. song, but just like yeah, yeah. it was really good. Um, yeah, I guess that AT and T money is just like they're just pissing yeah. on some, just pissing out royalties. For yeah, I mean, do they? I know they did own Warner Brothers. I don't know if they still do. I think they just sold it. But I don't know if they... Did they own Warner Brothers at this time? They did must like, have, right? Right? And, like, they just had access to, like, this huge catalog of music? Yeah. It's got... I'm, it's absolutely got to be. Right? Um Yeah. So they acquired them in 2016. I'm trying yeah, to figure out Yeah, and the show's they, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. My God. 
Yeah, so they were just like, they were just feeling feeling yeah, themselves. You, they were just flexing yeah. on us. Right, just guys, do whatever you want. We got we got yeah. this. <laughs> you want the pixies? You just take yeah, yeah. the pixies. Yeah, take the pixies. Do whatever. Yeah, it's um, pretty wild. Uh, what? Yeah, it's very good. Like it, it does feel kind of unnatural to have a grizzled old Irish cop uh, have have a really tasteful, like have a record collection <laughs> that probably overlaps with yours or mine <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yes. but um i mean it is like kind of i the shit he's listening to is like all right well if this guy has good taste in music this is what you know it's like believable albeit a right. little just categorically far-fetched yes but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah just wanted to call that out because I, I was yeah really That's enjoying fucking, the old soundtrack really good there. yeah um all right should we do some segments here or yeah, should we wait until it. next week? Oh, um, no, let's do, let's, we could do, we could do some, we should at least do like our the, shining moment yeah, and our, yeah, dam- yeah. our damaged parts. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some hurt parts. Oh, that hurts my parts. It's a little Dude, hard to your parts. Rob, this most. is a little, this is a little hard for me. Cause it's like, yeah, I, I mean, most, I mostly enjoyed this. I did. Mo- I did mostly enjoy this. I think. Um, I can't really pick out like one thing specifically that was like, "Ugh, this is dumb." You know, <laughs> like yeah. there, were, there were some like dumb parts or whatever, but it, it's all I, they're forgivable. You know? Yeah. Um, all right, I got a two-way tie for what hurts my parts. All right. First, I will say the the videos that Brady is sending are very like. That feels Slap like dash. a yeah, it feels like a, a cop out, you know. Uh huh. Um, he's basically making like Newgrounds videos in 2017. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of annoying. But then the other thing, the thing I found, the thing that totally took me out of the show, mm-hmm. uh, was Brendan Gleeson drinking Budweiser at the bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> that man does not. Say what He's I will not, about his yeah. record collection. That man does definitively not drink Budweiser. Please. <laughs> yeah. Get get out of here. Yeah. So those are my uh, parts getting hurt. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, if anything, maybe, like, uh, you know, his old partner telling him to, like, uh, you know, clean up his act and, like, quit drinking and whatever. Like, he does it, I don't know, like, three or four times. Maybe like I could have gone without the last time or something. Like yeah, maybe it was one yeah. one too many. But like that's the thing. Like it doesn't seem to be escalating. There's the incident pretty early on where he points the gun at the kid and right. like, accidentally even, breaks his arm. But that even that wasn't like I don't know. I, I right. It I, wasn't I, I egregious. Get, it was more like right. You know, I mean, I guess like knowing what we know. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, seem egregious. From the outside, it would probably seem way crazier. That's true. But but also, again, like that happens pretty early on. So it's right. I don't know. I'm not really tracking like a descent into alcoholism here. No, no unless we really. want to say it was like reckless to, you know, call Brady. But even that, I mean, he like he handled himself very well. Yeah. He's, so he's just fucking, busting balls. Here. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I don't. I would say that, but even that is like, I don't know. That's almost a cop out on my end because I can't really think of a, a something that really fucking bugged me about this. Well, I, you know what I say to that? What's that? 
let's not spend any more time, you know, Great. scraping the barrel here. Let's move right along to our shining moments. Daddy! This is shining moments, Rob. Yeah. It's the opposite of, oh, that hurts my parts. <laughs> I can never, I can never part? figure out what to say there. How do you set that up? It's it speaks for itself, don't you think? Yeah, it speaks for shining moments. I gotta what, relax. What what shined for you? Um, do you have one? No, I think I need a second. I want to. Right. I I want yours if you got one. All right. Well, so, I mean, I think Brendan Gleeson is really good in this. I'm I'm very into his character that he's playing. Um, I I like. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it is. It, this is a, just a general trope, but like the the grumpy retired cop who's like <laughs> you know uh on trying to solve the the case that got away or whatever yeah um but uh, yeah like his whole his whole attitude like him getting kind of like shitty and pissed off at like the bartender for saying no problem or whatever yeah and like like bullshit like that i'm like yeah this is this is just fun to like to watch this guy you know um but i i think that that video chat where he's like you know the whole time you think not that you don't think that Brady has the upper hand, but you do. You're like, well, this kid is playing it up like he's some sort of mastermind, right? And the way that Brendan Gleeson goes in there just and like just like picks him apart real quick, yeah, like dude, <laughs> that's how he does it, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he makes quick work of him. Yeah, and <laughs> he gets right to his core and fucks his head up good. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that part. I thought I I agree. I thought that was uh, pretty swell. Yeah. Um, damn, man. I don't know. You know what I liked? I thought it was a funny little touch, although maybe not my shining moment, but something I, I'd like to call out as being kind of a funny joke. Um, okay. when Brennan Gleason goes to buy the security camera at the electronic yeah. store, I right. mean, first the one of all, that Brady works at, yes, the one that Brady works at. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't really, I don't know if we mentioned that, but, um, yeah. So we may have look at But Brady wasn't there, so it wasn't even like it was just kind of like a tense scene because you knew what everybody you know right. Brady does work there, but he wasn't there then. So much like um, Nigel Powers, Austin Powers' daddy wasn't there. Yep. Brady wasn't there. Right. Just for the audience. <laughs> sure. In case you haven't seen this, and you have seen Gold Member. Okay, so with that scene, kind of ends with uh or. Doesn't end with, but like the manager is like, he's like, not only can we, uh, you know, sell you the equipment, we can also cover all your installation needs. He's like, I'll install it myself. I just need the camera, and yeah. then he and then he makes Jerome do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just thought that was like a funny little subtle little joke. Um, oh, trying to think if there's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I the show I, the show's good, and I I I'm enjoying it, and I like it, and I think. I think there are a lot, there's a lot to like here. There are a lot of shining moments here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really solid and it's like ensemble. So it's like, maybe that's it. I like right. Lou a lot. I think Lou's pretty good. Yeah. 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 I like her character a lot. And that's it. Uh, I, I, nothing. I'll, yeah. I'll be more specific next week. That's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the fine. Danny guarantee. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we're not going to do King tropes. We'll wait until the end of the we're season. We're not. Okay. Do you want to do King Tropes? I got like... You got four got? of them? I got, no, I got like eight lined up. King Tropes! If you said it before, you just say so. We'll add it to our running list of King Tropes. Why are all the children always evil? Why so many one-letters for people? You wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? You wanted to. Why so many one-letters for people? You wanted to.
wanted to. Was there always going to be a greaser? He wanted to. You just need to trust this guy's go-to bloodline device. I drive a great distance just to die. Just to die. King tropes. King tropes. Um, uh, all right. Yeah. Do you want me to r- just uh, list them off real quick? Yeah. You want to go? Go ahead. Killer car. Yeah. I Christine car. and Maximum Overdrive. Yep. We got, and we didn't mention this, but Brendan Gleason just got a little trouble with the prostate. That's a man oh, having yeah, trouble peeing. Yep. We see that in the Green Mile, don't we? We sure do. Now, this one's going to be controversial. I would not I like. be surprised if uh, if everyone unsubscribes after I say this one. <laughs> now, the, the reason it's... All right, so I'll just say what it is. And say it'll what be, it is. It'll be controversial for two reasons. Say what you okay. need to say. Significant turtles. Significant turtles. Now, this is controversial. Why? One, Why? it's not a turtle. It's a tortoise. Sure. Other reason. This is a reference to the Dark Tower series of books. Oh, like uh, Turtles All the Way Down, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking turtle. No, it's like, uh, yeah, there's just a very significant turtle in uh, the Dark Tower right. series. I couldn't even tell you anything about it. I just know that it's there. Yeah, yeah okay. So, all right, you know, you know Controversial. Ra- drag me over know. the friggin' coals if you gotta. Guys, don't, don't unsubscribe just yet. Uh, hear him out. Let's hear the rest of them. All right, redemption time. The song "Pet Cemetery." Yeah, yeah. that's a trope. Two makes that's a trope. A, that's the yep. that's the king me promise. Is two, yep. two makes trope. Two makes a trope. Um, horny old people. Yes, we got misery and the miss twenty seventeen now. Right, and fucking uh, golden years. Oh, um, oh my goodness, golden years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the horniest oldest movie we've watched. Yeah. Watched. Um, what else? Okay, okay. Smashing with your mom from Sleepwalkers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mentioned this one earlier, but just to hit, hit it again, the use of the number 19 yep, is in 19 the password. Is popping up. And uh, Janie lives in apartment 19C was something I happened to notice. Nice. Wow. Right. I'm like uh, I'm like Jim Carrey in that movie. The number was it 24 or whatever. Number 23. Yeah. Number 23. Wow. And then my last one for this week is characters named Brady. That, of course, is the name of a character in Silver <laughs> yeah, Bullet. <yeah. laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's just <laughs> that's Corey. Corey Haim's friend, I believe, is Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> that is Brady's dad That's weeping dad. over the sight of his mangled corpse. That's right. Has anybody uh, seen my son? <laughs> oh, so good. So, so good. Um, I have one here. Um, so... I'm going to say the universal uh, remote that controls like things uncommon to a normal universal remote. Um, you remember in Creepshow Part 3? Uh, <laughs> oh, you, wow. You got, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, we're going, that's a super deep cut. Um, 
but the first story in there is about like some sci- mad scientist makes a, a remote control that like changes uh, it, like the universe. It takes women's tops off, right? It well, it changes the like you know you flick the channel and like the people's like the language that they're speaking changes. Like people started speaking in Spanish. Um, just things started changing and like whatever. And then I don't know, I, some other bullshit happened. But I don't want to talk about that. The universal remote. That's what we're talking about here. <laughs> wow. I. I don't remember Creep Show Part Three at all, like at all. Although yeah. I will say this, I'm looking at the IMDb page, and the uh, cover art is looking familiar. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's very forgettable. It's the, a turd. The, yeah, the only good uh, section is the one where like the professor invites his old students over. Yes, dismembering his wife, thinking that she's a robot. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Okay. This has like a student film feel to it, does it yes, not? Okay. Yes, I yes. do remember this now. And I'm yeah. not just saying that because there are students in the film. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I can actually sort of like visualize the like the credit art because it was just right. like doesn't it, was, it was sucked. Yeah, it sucked. It doesn't feel anything like the other two. All right. Okay, right. I'm in. I'm in. And that's it. That's that's all I got here. So um, last on our trope list universal remote that controls things uncommon to a normal <laughs> universal remote that's right all right all right um, now i think we should not it's not on us to judge where slimer was until we've till we have yeah, all the facts yeah exactly we right um and we can, obviously we can't rate the show because we haven't watched the whole thing yet so um yeah we're going to that's it that's there's, Come on, this there's is gotta our final be, segment. There's got to be something. Shows over. Nah, we got to send him home with something. Give him a little something. What, what else? What do you want? Should we do Where Was Muncher? Where Was Muncher? I don't have a, a drop for that. That's okay. But... <laughs> yeah, we don't where, have to do it. Where Was Muncher? We got to... The, the drop for that one has to be like, what's the line in the trailer where he's like, it's got a gunner seat? It's no. got a gunner seat. Stupid. Yeah. We gotta do that. It's, it's a stupid. They it's fly a stupid now. Movie. They fly now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. That's uh, it. Show's over. Show's over. Uh, uh, yeah. So next week we're gonna we're finish watching uh, season one of Mr. Mercedes. Uh, until then, uh, you guys can rate, review, subscribe to the show on iTunes, and not only uh, leave that, us, leave you leave us a nice review. Yeah. Uh, don't don't say that and no shit about how we're like we're like. You're the annoying people at the yeah, bar or at, whatever. At a bar or something. Don't be saying <laughs> yeah. none of that shit. Just say uh, say nice things. Yeah. Talk about if our you, our smiles, if, our winning smiles. <laughs> if you leave us a review, we will uh, read it on the air here. Um, you can also check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash kingmepod for our bonus show where uh, right now we should be either in the middle of or just wrapping up our Dante speak series <laughs> where we, uh, we watched uh, four select films from uh, uh, the filmography of Joe Dante. Um, yes. And don't, if you want to watch, if you want to hear us talk about a volcano movie, don't listen to these. No, no, it's not that, not, it's not that kind of show. Kind of sh- it's not <laughs> that kind of show. <laughs> no. no. Um, and that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that's so, all I, if that's all you got, Rob, that's all I got. Because what, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is good. 
Um, all right. So until next week, I'm am, Danny. I'm Rob. Gagliardi. <laughs> Stephen King. King. All right.